Then I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five Five days. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh man. Yeah, did that. Did eight to five. Uh, did eight to eight. I just. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a fan. No. Nah. No. 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 Eight hours, ten hours in a tie, a suit. <gasps> Couldn't do it anymore. No. Nah. Could not do it. So. Um, no, I don't. I don't. What was the worst shift you ever worked, radio? Uh, midnight to three a.m. Okay. <laughs> Mine was uh, 11, 11 P to 6 A. Yeah, it's equally as bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, that was my start, midnight to 3. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Jeannie's sounding a little hoarse this morning. Uh, yeah, I have a cold. That's okay. <laughs> you sound like Matt. That's, that's good, Jeannie. Um, well, we're back in the saddle today. Um, a little hiccup yesterday, but everything's everything's fine. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's all good. Jeannie's on... Uh, uh, vacation, or I don't know, she's looking for a job. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, we'll but, find out. Yeah, we'll find out pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> one way or t'other. Um, I had a little rain this morning. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's going to be scattered showers today. Yeah, I think they said earlier on just overcast and then on and off yeah. showers the rest of the day. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Whatever. Drown some of the ticks. That would be a swell. Doesn't the rain actually bring them out? Um, no, they, they're they immune to it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, is what it is. Hasn't been too bad this year for me, anyway. Yeah, but I know other people have had some pretty hefty issues already. So. Well, see, I've always had yellow labs, mm-hmm. and uh, Tilly the Wonder Dog, uh, we lost her last spring, mm-hmm. and so I got a rescue dog. Yep. I said, okay, great, black lab. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I can't. The thing could be crawling in ticks, and I can't see it. That's it's true. Like, yeah, I'm used to the yellow, so it's like, oh, oh, yep, 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 got this. It's the black. It's like, yeah, you look good. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've got um, the internal pills, and I've got a collar. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, that should cover it, I think. Um, so it's like, and then he comes over and wants to cuddle me after he's come outside. It's like, get away, get <laughs> yeah. away, get away. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be doing that. <laughs> interesting uh, interesting story this morning. Yeah. Um, I'm one of these political junkies, and, and I read Politico. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Lead story uh, in Politico. <laughs> uh, the one Republican Trump can't touch. Big picture, Chris Sununu remains a thorn in the former president's side. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, the story said it's been nearly three months since Corey Lewandowski, uh, Trump's former campaign manager, called for Chris Sununu's head, boasting he was trying to help find someone to primary New Hampshire's three-term Republican governor. Well, he's not having much luck. In state after state, Trump has turned the GOP primaries into a referendum on the party's loyalty to him, endorsing primary challengers against incumbents who refuse to bend to the knee. But Sununu, who mocked Trump and referred to him as blanking crazy at the roast-style gridiron club dinner this month, so far appears to be on Trump's reach, a thorn in the president's side that he's been unable to remove. 
Mike Dennehy, a guest on the show, mm-hmm. uh, former executive director of the New Hampshire Republican Party and former national committeeman from the state, said, you can talk up a storm, and there are certainly people in New Hampshire who are frustrated with Chris Sununu, but the fact of the matter is, the guy's at about 60% approval. He's one of the most popular governors in the country, and people in New Hampshire do like him. Mm. Even for Trump, Dennehy said, getting rid of Sununu is an almost impossible endeavor to fulfill. The latest St. Anselm College poll puts Sununu's public approval rating at 62% up nine percentage points from January. Wow. He's expected to uh, cruise to a fourth term in November. One long-term GOP activist in New Hampshire described Leandowski's hunt for a primary challenger to Sununu as a lot of thunder, but no lightning. Uh, he might convince some drunk to do it, but no, he's not going to get anybody serious to run against him. If Trump came out and handpicked a candidate and endorsed him, it wouldn't amount to a hill of beans. <laughs> there you go. So Yeah, who really is a... Uh, is, a, is a Democratic opposition for him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> former senator. Um, but, yeah. you know, good luck. <clears throat> right. Uh, and um, um, we had uh, um, we had a candidate on um, last week, two weeks ago, uh, who was challenging. Oh, Karen Testerman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, Karen... Karen's more of a libertarian. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yep. Uh, and she has her issues with Chris. Right. Uh, okay. Well, then, you know, they, then you have, if you don't like Chris, you have somebody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Dave Carney, another uh, Republican strategist, said, I just don't see any folks willing to run in what would be a fruitless effort to unseat Sununu. I mean, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Few Republicans in New Hampshire expect Sununu uh, to run for president in 2024. I, yeah. I, I don't know who's, I don't know who's <laughs> That's saying That's probably that. fair. Yeah. Um, even if Sununu doesn't run, he'll be a highly sought-after endorser. Uh, Wayne McDonald, New Hampshire lawmaker and former state Republican chair. Wayne said Sununu will be at that point a fourth-term Republican governor. Great organization, strong base of support. That endorsement is going to be very, very important. He said Trump is the one exception to the rule. He easily won New Hampshire primary in 2016 and again in 2020. And it's unclear if any Republicans, Sununu included, could defeat him there. So, um, Leandowski said at a uh, Mar-a-Lago event, if Sununu does run against Trump in 2024, there is a 0.000001% chance that Chris Sununu will be the Republican nominee for president of the United States. Well, who's who's putting him up for president? Um, I mean, I had heard the rumors at oh, some point down the road, I but I didn't think it was coming up. Two years from now, uh, no, um, you know, it's, and, and Sununu has not been as critical of Trump like Liz Cheney, uh, Ben Sasse, mm-hmm. uh, Asa Hutchinson. Uh, Sununu supported him in 2020 and said, "I'm not anti-Trump," uh, but Sununu has rejected his baseless claims of the that the election was rigged, saying he's misinformed. Uh, in another break with Trump, the governor said people convicted of participating in the riot should not be pardoned and said he didn't need Trump to campaign with him in New Hampshire. Hmm. So, and then there was the gridiron club thing. Uh, and he said, yeah. you know, I'm telling jokes. Hello, that's what you do. Right. Uh, the needling of a former president was frowned upon does not to appear to have hurt Sununu. Sununu ranks favorably among men, women, and people of all age groups and educational levels in New Hampshire. Hmm. Despite his moderate profile, he's viewed favorably by 86% of Republicans and more than 80% of the people who describe themselves as very conservative. Well, so can't be that, really. Well, no. So, uh, Chris, if you had a rough weekend, 
Look at Politico today. Yeah. <laughs> um, you heard it here. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Chris, you're looking good. The one Republican. Yeah. And actually, um, I talked to the governor uh, last week, and uh, we're trying to clear some time so that Chris can oh, good. come on the show and talk. Yeah. So, And uh, let's see. Uh, Annie. Um, Annie Custer. Mm. Annie wants to come on, too. Okay. So, so, okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll chat with some folks because yes, it's getting to be that time. Boys yeah, and girls. I think probably what another couple of months and things will start uh, ramping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden, you're going to be praying for used car ads um, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, another political ad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, I know. Eight uh, thirteen is the time. Tell you what, we'll take a break. Back on the other side with more. Rocky Burnett, 19, was it, 1980. Tired of toeing the line. A little kind of rockabilly thing going on there. I wasn't even born yet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was in my third wife. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was 80. Oh, God, you're, yeah. one, you're one of those. You know, <laughs> one of them. Yeah, uh, Jeannie's the same way. It's like, seriously? <laughs> um, I played a clip um, from Young Frankenstein. Mm. Uh, which I dearly love the movie, yep. and um, and I racked it up and I said, okay, play cut cut four, and it's Gene uh, uh, um, and Peter Boyle mm-hmm. doing the uh, putting on the Ritz, yep, and she's like, okay, and he's doing putting on the, and then when Peter Boyle, the monster from Frankenstein, does, what she's <laughs> she's freaking out, and she's going, should I hit the delight? No, what what what? what? No, it's fine. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen. You've never seen Young Frankenstein? <laughs> she went, no. I'm like, oh my lord. Wow. This okay. This is, explains why I can give Animal House quotes. Uh, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, <laughs> and she's like, huh? I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. God, couldn't I get somebody that was born? You know. <laughs> right. Oh uh, well, whatever. <laughs> oh lordy, lordy, lordy. <sighs> um, Eight nineteen is the uh, is the time. Um, I mentioned was talking about uh, the governor. Mm-hmm. Um, they they uh, if you follow the um, congressional redistricting map in in New Hampshire a little bit yeah well they they new proposal came out um, and they're calling it the I ninety three corridor map uh, yeah I know okay in this map CD one uh, congressional district one that's Chris Pappas yep. is based in the I ninety three economic corridor where, which is where almost two thirds of the state lives yeah. Uh, and the state rep, Ross Berry of Manchester, attempted to follow county lines in drawing the map, which keeps eight of the state's ten counties intact. Only Hillsborough and Rockingham County are divided. The hmm. state's population is evenly divided between the two districts, 688,770 in District 1, 668,759 in District 2. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the governor yesterday afternoon said, yeah, it's not going to get my approval. He said, the people in New Hampshire are counting on the House Special Committee on redistricting to deliver a map that holds our incumbents accountable and keeps our districts competitive. We are still not there. So, I I don't know. 
Um, What's it talking about? Also uh, redistricting the executive council. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, you look at the map, and I mean, uh, from from a competitive standpoint, Barry said, "Hey, my map makes uh, CD one a toss up district that would have been theoretically." won by a Republican by a margin of 300 votes in 2020. Mm. Well, okay, no. You know, he said that's a 50.05% turnout. I don't know how much more competitive you can make it than 505 <laughs> yeah. uh, The map would combine the hometowns. Interesting. I find this interesting. Uh, the maps would combine the hometowns of current Democratic incumbents, Chris Pappas and Annie Custer, into the same district. Hmm. Yep. Um, but that in New Hampshire, there is no rule or law against a congressional candidate living in one district and running in the other. Hmm. You, you can do it. It's just sounds kind of funky. It's weird. Yeah. yeah I don't know. So hmm. if you're looking for the uh, uh, some sort of clarity on the Congo. I guess that's not happening yeah. for a while. No, it's, yeah. it's not going to happen. No. And again, you know, Chris can get away with that. Uh, yeah. saying, no, that's not. No, we're not going to do it. So we will see a uh, new book out. This this I want to. Uh, um, I want to check out this book, um, and it's called um, "This Shall Not." What is it? This shall not pass. Yeah. Uh, this will not pass. Trump, Biden, and the battle for America's future claims. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, according to um, according to the new book, mm-hmm. Barack Obama was jealous that the media portrayed Joe Biden. Uh, and his administration is more transformative than Obama's was. Um, They were capitalizing uh, on, um, you know, Obama and and Biden capitalizing on their friendship. Yeah. Apparently, it was a political fable. They they weren't friends? No. The ex-president in reality had, quote, complicated feelings, unquote, about his former Veep's presidential campaign. Uh, the two only spoke occasionally at the beginning of Biden's White House tenure, although Obama did apparently confide in another Democrat in Washington, Nancy Pelosi. Um, she said uh, Obama's quite jealous of Biden <laughs> because the, the media had built it up that, oh, boy, he's, he's doing great, um, Biden. And Obama's yeah. going, what? No, he's not. (laughs) Obama's rare conversations with Biden were hardly the stuff of tight brotherhood both men had sold to the country as a cheery political fable. Um, She said, I am confident, Mrs. uh, Pelosi, Pelosi, I'm confident that Barack is not happy with the coverage of this administration as more transformative than his. Well, sure. He's looking for Biden to shine the spotlight on his legacy, Mm -hmm. and you're putting the lights out. Like, hello? Yeah. So... um, I mean, the plus is Biden's doing pretty well so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and, and uh, comments in the book from Donna Brazil, and she's another one. Um, she's frustrated with Obama, mm-hmm. despite his trailblazing status as the first black president. She reported, uh, she complained to Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, about the lack of black appointees in the new government. Uh, the Democrat had remembered how well the administration of the first black president had been dominated by white men. Uh, Brazil shot back and said, uh, on matters of diversity, um, uh, Obama wasn't exactly the gold standard for black folks. Mm. Ouch. Uh, Biden also reportedly complained <clears throat> Obama hadn't lifted a finger to help him win the South Carolina primary, the race that put him right. you know, over. Right. And the former president and his staffers also subtly worked to discourage Biden from running for president. They favored Hillary Clinton, who, well, we know how that ended up. Um, so... Uh, that's it. So now we've got the uh, the Democrats 
eating their own. Yeah. I was like, okay, there we go. Now political season's starting to get get going. Yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, Hillary kind of coming back out into the uh, public eye. Oh, she's trying. Tiny bit. She's going, oh, look, look, you, you want me. It's like, no, they don't. We didn't want you. I do actually, I, I do honestly wonder if Biden would be the candidate to re, if, for re-election. America's scared. Yeah. America is scared right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rightfully so. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for, for a whole lot of reasons. Right. Um, and, and I've been looking at a bunch of stories. Uh, you cannot get away from it. No. But American voters have not been afraid like this for a long time. Well, I mean, somebody, you know, there's the threat of nuclear war. There's the whole pandemic thing that's been going on forever. Well, the pandemic, you've got inflation, you've got crime. Yeah, inflation. Uh, crime is all over the place. Yeah. Um, uh, foreign policy now is, is you know, I right. mean, the, the, the leaving Afghanistan was a horror show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ukraine. Right. Okay. Um, China. It's like, hello, hello. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it is everywhere you look right now, we're, we're not cutting a break, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons we try not to talk a ton of politics here. Right. Like, give people a break from it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but, yeah, having um, she whose name I don't speak run. <laughs> It's like, really? Right. You're damaged goods. You were damaged goods. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as much as you didn't like Trump, or as much as some people didn't like Trump, um, what was his slogan? Make America great again. Mm-hmm. What was hers? I'm with her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Huh. So who's about what? Right. Come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there was Hillary wanting to break the glass ceiling. Hillary want. It's like, okay, we get it. It's about you. But yeah. no, you have scandal um all kinds of funky stuff just trailing you like like a bad scent no again not killer jeez she's clean i mean she did nothing as secretary of state uh she did nothing as the senator um uh, from new york in a democratically controlled administration uh if i remember correctly that she got two bills passed and Either one or both had to do with like naming a building uh, after somebody in her district. <laughs> I mean, that's it. And for that, you got Progress. Secretary of State. Yeah. Because uh, she was writing the sympathy, you know, oh, my husband's a jerk, but I'm going to stay with him. <sighs> you know how it is, girls. <sighs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. So then she flew all over the world, did nothing. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. Now, yeah. now I'm going to run. Oh, shucks. Okay. If you want me to, I will. <laughs> Really? Um, and so, no. Um, if she runs now, no. If And the polls have shown if Biden, Biden said, I'm going to run again. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and if you can believe Trump, um, I'm going to run again. Okay. Um, they think Trump's going to win. I would, yeah. 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 Uh, it's not going to be Harris. She just lost her chief of staff. Yeah. Uh, people have been leaving that office hand over fist. Yeah. Like, seriously? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, there, if it was a, a redo between those two, then yeah, I can easily see it going to Trump again. Oh, man. Uh, I, yeah. And Hillary just wants to keep her, her name out there. I just, yeah. Don't forget me. Right. Don't forget me. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm still relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I lost. Really? You've got to be the only person on the damn planet. <laughs> um, you're, you're a train wreck. Stop listening to people going, oh, Hillary, it, it was stolen from you. No, it wasn't. All the people that said, resist. Yeah. Resist what? You lost. Right. Uh, 
Anyway. I know. Hey, no. 8.29 is the time. Um, occasional showers today. Yeah. No, nothing big. Um, <clears throat> but, eh, you know, we'll take it. Yeah. Because if we don't get some rain from time to time, then the forest fire danger will start coming out. Yeah, I think I saw last week there was already a yeah, uh, red high. flag warning. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we get, get a week or two of no rain, then there'll be the whole, mm-hmm. you know, then we go from no snow cover, no water, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, here we yeah, go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome to New England. If you don't like it, just wait a couple minutes. Yep. 829, taking a break. Back with more on News Talk 99.7 WNTK and AM 1490 FM 98.9 WUVR. I love that song. It's a Hammond organ, a bass guitar, and drum. That's mm. it. That's it, man. That's it. Playing lay, lay down a good beat. Yeah. Lee Michaels. You know what I mean? Mm. 8.33 is the time. Red Sox <clears throat> still looking for their offense. Um, I'm, I'm not, not bailing on them yet. You know, we got we got time. There's time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, they didn't do so pretty good. Uh, lost to uh, Toronto. Mm. 6-2. Yeah. Nah. Ouch. Ouch. But... It's okay. We'll talk more about it later. Yeah. We're going to talk about positive things now. Hmm. Are we? You, you got something positive? <laughs> You're all caught up on your sky. Okay, fine. Um, um, Not likely. Okay. All right. Dan's here from Capital Well Clean Water Center. Uh, yeah, you got to bring the mood down. <laughs> Lower than politics. I heard you talking uh, about politics. We're going to bring it down another step. Yeah, oh, no. I'd rather talk about your stuff. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, CapitalWell.com. Um, so, um, the weather, okay, yes, no? Yeah, we've been cranking. I, I would think. Yeah, it's been beneficial. Uh, the frost is out of the ground, the mud's out of the ground. Well, still, up way up north oh, still yeah. has some okay. yeah. issues. But, uh, you know, that leaves in June, I think. Yeah, I if ever, I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, it's been great. The guys have been cranking. we got an awesome team of, of employees, too, which is... which is. Have you hired? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we actually just picked up a new kid. He's 17 years old and an absolute bull. It reminds me of like you a little bit, yeah, which is a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but he showed up and I went, Whoa, really? Yeah, he's solid. He's a keeper, 17 years old. He's just uh doing spring break right now and he's going to come to work for the summertime and we'll see how it spring works. Break for? Uh, uh, high school, really? Yeah, he's still a high school kid, but he was working, uh, doing some other things. And we had another employee that brought and said, Hey, why don't you come to work for us and we'll give you a try? And he showed up with actual work boots on that were scuffed up, which was kind of a, Not sneakers. a new, <laughs> a new site. Yeah, or flip flops. Wow, wow, you know, yeah. that's happened. And, wow. uh, you know, showed up early. Uh, it's only a couple days in, but this morning I, uh, I witnessed him bowling some stuff around and getting it done and staying moving. And, um, you know, it was a really positive sign to see. Uh, we got a, a yeah, good, good leadership, you know. It's uh, wow. you got yeah. well, you got a good crew up north anyway. Yeah, you know? north's phenomenal. Yeah, those guys are pretty self sufficient. A lot of farms still up there, so we're pulling people off of farms that grew up in that trade where you got to work, and uh, if you don't, you're gone. You know, I remember being that dumb farm boy uh, mm-hmm. following the hay truck mm-hmm. after the it was bailed. I was the one chucking 
the hay bales up onto the truck, and you just kept moving all damn day in that field. <laughs> it was brutal, and yep. I'll tell you though, there's something funny about that whole that whole scene and doing tangible work like that. You know, I I never thought I'd miss it, but I got onto the road as we, we've talked about it before. Yeah. But I I just happened to um I don't know if you know this, but I I'm a talker once in a while. Really? I, I will talk. <laughs> okay. So that brought me into project management, and I guess you could call it sales, but it was meeting with customers, explaining what we do, and explaining the projects and whatnot. Um, but I was I always grew up doing tangible work, building yeah. stone walls. You know, there's a bunch around in London here that I did. Um, uh, we did, not just necessarily right, I, but right. my team. And, uh, you know, Pelletier Associates, phenomenal company. Yeah. Um, one of the best bosses I ever worked for. Um, and they're still going strong. But uh, doing stone work and, and doing tangible work, logging, cutting trees, all that, all that jazz, firewood. And um, then we, you know, I... Years ago, um, Pete Messer here in London, uh, if anyone mm-hmm. is around yeah. here, they know the Messer family. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pete didn't have any help. And um, I was living in his old farmhouse up on top of the hill there in King Hill. And I see a couple wagons on the side of the road one day and rain was coming. And I stopped and I said, hey, why don't I give you a hand holding these things in the barn? And he says, if you're man enough, we'll take you. So, all right. So we threw them and he said, he started telling people, I threw the last bale as good as I threw the first one. He said, I'll keep you around. You know, if you want, if you want to stay around, I did it all for free, you know, and then seven years of hay with him. (laughs) He would always mow around the weekends because he knew I'd be around or (laughs) late on a weekday. And and, uh, every weekend for like, yeah, six, seven years, we bailed all these fields in London. I'd ride the wagon. You know, there was no kicker. It was all off the chute and we'd stack them. And, and, but I'll tell you, even though it was like being in an oven. Mm-hmm. And there was days where you drink a gallon of water between each wagon. It was like there's something tangible at the end of the day that I could look at and, and see and feel proud of. And and that was missing in my life. You know, it was like I did things, but I didn't, you know, have that tangible work. With project it. management and sales, no. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's paperwork, mm-hmm. it's emails, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. It was a totally different animal. Um, but, but having that tangible work at the end of the day that you could look at and be proud of, it was something missing. And if nobody's experienced that, I'd, I'd recommend it because it, it really is a neat feeling to see whether you're landscaping, mowing the lawn, anything, just be proud of it and look back and want to make something look better and and yeah. resemble you know it almost like a, it resembles yourself you know in, in a sense that i can remember um the, the stuff that we used to do you had to do you know yeah yeah i mean um it was i was doing that i was uh, picking drops at the apple orchards oh yeah uh, which is a pain getting in the stung, stung by yellow jackets oh yeah but but <laughs> nobody was picking up the drops they were paying good money well, at the time good money yep yep, yep whatever them up. so i'm picking the drops washing milk bottles in a creamery mm-hmm. um terrible job stinks terrible. yeah but it's like it, you gotta do it i ran a trap line for muskrat no doubt um because i had a volkswagen beetle <laughs> and gas was I don't know like thirty cents a gallon, yeah. whatever. And the guy up the guy up the street was a fur buyer, and so I get a few muskrat, skin them, stretch them, take yep. them up. Yep. He'd give me I don't know two dollars a pelt. Like, hey. Yeah, I can get a tank of gas. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. And the, you know you did what you had to do. The things we did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I remember being not to go on a tangent, but my my mother worked uh, for Doctor Pike, the dentist up here, and now it's the Wisenskis. They bought him out. Bought him out in. Uh, she she had access to all these people that were and I don't know if you remember New London um, back then, but the mean age was about eighty, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of folks needed some help. And uh, she would be like, "Oh, my son's around," so I started working three days a week. I would get a ride from school up to New London. I had my stuff in her car. I'd get it and I'd, I'd w- either walk or get dropped off at the house up here in New London. And I would do all kinds of yard work for folks. And and now it's funny, you know, a few of them um, have become contractors that I 
do wells for now. You know, these, these, these guys that are running their construction companies that I used to rake their lawn when I was 13, 14, 15 years old. But in order to buy a bike, that's what I had to do. Yeah. In order to buy a vehicle, that's what I had to do. In order to get fuel, it's a little bit different now. And I, I'm guilty of it. You know, I spoil the heck out of my kids. They don't, they don't understand what is necessary. They do a little more than some, I'd suppose. But, uh, it's 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 totally different different now you know everyone's got their hand out and uh, we were we were raised different boy and I, know. It, I don't know what's what's better well, time will tell but well, you know uh, later this morning uh, we're going to check in with uh, fish and game law enforcement awesome and um, whenever I talk to the lieutenants I said so how's it going that's okay you miss being on patrol, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, boots on the ground. I'm yeah. doing headquarters, and it's like uh, I'm doing the paperwork. Mm-hmm. I miss the and, and every one of them. Uh, just yep. you know, I this is the logical progression. You go from a conservation officer to sergeant, and maybe lieutenant. So you know, but they, they said there's a price you pay. Uh. You know, it's funny because that that resembles physical labor. Everyone misses it until you have to do it again, like full time. <laughs> do you really want to be out there on the front lines getting you know potentially shot at? I don't know, but uh, well, and I've, know. I've kidded the lieutenants going, "Hey, um, I don't see when I'm watching Northwoods Law, I don't see you climbing up an Adnock at two o'clock in the morning. How are your knees? <laughs> yeah, no, no, my knees are pretty good. Or, or yeah, I miss that." Yeah, you know, or getting smoked by a side by side at seventy miles an hour. Yeah. You know, my friend Matt Holmes. You yeah, know, yeah. He a local guy. He yeah. was my best childhood friend growing up. My neighbor. You know, we grew up in the woods together, and he said he was going to be a CEO since he was literally I, I don't even know five years old, and he did everything in his power. Like he's the real deal. If anyone's watched Northwoods Law and seen Matt Holmes, like that is Matt Holmes. Well, I have, he, he was sixteen going on sixty then. You know, I have, what a great family. I have a, a friend who lives in Delaware. Uh, was a New Hampshire boy. He lives in Delaware now, and he watches Northwoods Law, and he goes, you know, it's a little bit uh, Hollywood. Said, what are you talking about? Uh, that What's his name? Holmes. I said, yeah. Oh, come on. That fake accent? Oh, I said, no. That ain't no fake accent. <laughs> oh, no. That's Matt Boy. Since he's been 18. <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. I know Matt. No, no. Yeah. No, that's, no, he's putting that on. No, he's not, man. That's he, Matt. He couldn't put it on if he tried. No, no. There isn't a shred of Hollywood in that kid. No. I mean, he, he's the kind of guy that's like, you know, everyone's trying to be a wool hunter. We call them wool hunters now. You know, the big wood bucks put on the wool, and now I'm a hunter. I'm going to track all these deer out and stuff like that. And instead of, you know, wearing modern clothing and shooting modern firearms, they're all going to the antique stuff. That's why a Remington 7600 is like three grand now. It's a $700 rifle because everyone's running that pump yeah. action. Yep. It's it's blown up, and everyone wants to wear that the checkered wool instead of Gore-Tex, which is superior, I hate to tell you. Um well, it's nice, but I'm telling you, that sick of stuff is beautiful. Oh, it is. <laughs> and, uh, but, so he is, he is the original 30-30 iron sight, walk in the yep. woods and, and do work. He was successful at all levels. Marlon 336, 330. Yeah, yeah I got a go. 35 rem. Uh, me too. That, well, I did. I sold, actually, no, Big Mike has it now. Dragon. No, no, I've got mine. I just, no, no, got that. <laughs> um, you know, but I, and people are coming back. I'm going, coming back? I never left. Yeah. What's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a bad man it's going know, crazy but he was he is that guy and always has been and i'm not when when he did his uh, lie detector test to become a ceo and this was it was like kind of competitive you know he went to paul smith i believe to like to to become like this is what he yeah. the, the 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 guy running the test said you need to get a life <laughs> Because he did everything in his power not to do anything wrong, so that when he when he became a CEO, he was above boards, oh, and uh, that's, that's a real good, deal. Good guy. He's up in Dummer, New Hampshire now, and uh, yeah. you know, um, 
not not far from our Lancaster crew. So he runs into Capitol Well all the time up there, and we always kind of give our condolences through through each other, you know. So uh, we were kind of concerned uh, when he was involved in that accident. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, um, we were we we're real close to him. My folks are still close to him. His his father worked with my dad for like fifteen years. Um, you know, so we were we were all pretty close. And I heard that happen. It was pretty tragic. And uh, but he bounced back. And as calm as he is, there's a tiger inside him. You you can snap him. He'll come out. He'll come out of it. <laughs> there's people have seen that up north. But reasonable reasonable guy. But anyway, going on the, the so the so uh, the, okay. It's going to be June before the frost gets out in the north country. Mm. But you can get the drill rigs in now up there. Yeah, for the most part. Okay, it's been pretty slick. We've we've gotten. S- stuck a few times but nothing like we've seen in the past i mean we've talked about it year after year after year you know we might as well invest in a wrecker because you know it's 600 bucks a whack for them to pull those trucks out the guys have been smart you know we've been looking at we don't have time for this and we don't have to force anything you know before a lot of times it was like we got to get on this hole we don't have another one that's ready or or what have you but with 160 or 70 i don't even know we're up to right now that that need to get done um we can, we can make sure the project managers are, are aware that they need to be at these sites before the crews arrive to yeah. make sure that they're accessible. And, uh, you know, th- there's still some challenges there, but we, we don't have time to mess around. We have to check these things out because you lose an entire day. We're, we're already, you know, with something you can control, we're already losing that time with things we can't control, like the weather and breakdowns. Yeah. So let's, con- you know, whatever we can control, we need to control to keep well, when, on. When this. you're six miles up on Perry Stream Ugh. and you bury it, where the hell are you getting a record it's, from? Yeah, it's a success pond. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not. It's it's a okay. it's a very long endeavor. No we kidding. are finding people, you know, there, but it's a long wait, and uh, so that's why it's advisable to if the tires sink, get out, you know, and and uh, you know, start with the rig. They've got jacks, so we can jack the tires up, yeah. chalk up under the tires, and get the machine out. If you start with the water truck, you're you're done. You know, you're getting that thing stuck, and you're trying to tug. It's we we've got a pretty good method. We got smart guys on uh, up there. Bradley, he's he's just a bull. He's just built different. He's one of them farm guys up there, and and he's just built different. He he's He's a worker, um, but uh, it's 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 going slick. I mean, we're catching what we need to to do. We're cutting a lot of hole, um, so the guys are moving. It, it's what we need because you know now is when we get all the calls. Now is when yeah. we get busy per se. Yeah. And when a contractor calls you and says, "Hey, I need to get a well done for a house that I built," they're, they're not aware that we're still backed up. You know, as much as we're backed up, but we're first. Fortunately, we're versatile enough that we're we're definitely going to be able to take care of our customers this can you, summer. Can you? you know? while you're waiting to do some kind of prep work and stuff ahead of time yeah okay. yeah we actually did it last year um we went in with the excavator and dug the water lines before frost got in so the lines are all in the ground got and it. then we can just show up drill and then all we got to do is connect the lines yep. so we were trying to be proactive and getting as much done as we can and uh you know and also grouping things up being smart being you know fuel the prices that we're paying five bucks a gallon for diesel the truck gets three miles per gallon you know we got to be smart and 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 kind of like stick to a group and and not travel as much so it's all hands on deck right now to supply chain issues still still an issue are you still able to get product we are but it's it's we got to be smart again you got to be proactive you got to think about things you got to be you know in in communication with your distributors like everybody and and say hey there's a short you're going to have to order these or there's not many of these and and, you know whatever it might be there's millions of parts that we're involved with on every project so you know just being smart and that's what greg's uh there for he's in the office um you know managing all of that the the inventory and making sure we got the proper products in in house and uh it's it's been all right no i see greg see him go by the house in the morning i'm sitting up having coffee on the front porch oh there's greg oh he's early this morning oh yeah Yeah. he's he's yeah he's He's one of those that likes to be be asleep by eight and you know up at four and 
he's he's at the shop he which does is, it, man. it's just yeah. critical to have him there and and managing the crews and, and his brother adam's the same way he's yeah. at the shop every morning to make sure that things get out because there's always questions in the morning that's me this week they're they're all off this week so i'm in the office and it's it's been good though because we've we've delegated great management to make us all look good we've hired smarter and better people than we are so we can sit, sit back a little bit and look look good there you and go. do the other things kind of like being promoted to lieutenant yeah, okay? yeah. yeah. out of the field a little bit no that's good i'll tell you what we'll be back with dan grace capital well clean water center right after this Eight forty-eight is the time Duran Duran. I always liked that James Bond thing. View to a Kill. That was a, that was a pretty good one. Skyfall's pretty good, too. Uh, 8.53 is the time. Dan Grace, Capital Well Clean Water Center, in the house. So, um, as you said earlier, this is the time of year. Where you, now you start getting calls. Mm. People start saying, hey, hey, you know, this has been a long winter. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, for people who had water issues last fall, now all of a sudden, they got water. This is good. I don't need you. Yeah. Uh, do they or don't they? It's going to be interesting to see how this year plays yeah. out. We're not sure what the weather pattern is going to do. I mean, they're not calling for like that. Remember that El Nino, that like yeah. blob that was like pushing everything around us mm-hmm. in, yeah. in like 2016 or was it before that? I don't I can't remember. Before but, that. There's yeah. always an El Nino yeah. or La Nina or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, else. Causing some sort of drama. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I'm not sure what the weather pattern is calling for, but we do know that the snowpack was light, you know, all the way up, all the way up to the to yeah. Canada was, was not impeccable. Um, However, there still is a lot of snow up there. I was up there last week shed hunting for moose horns and moose antlers. Correction me. We did not, but wow. we found like two and a half feet of snow that we were post holing in for miles. It was it was terrible. We did find a deadhead of a, of a moose, a young moose that had been that had died. Wow. I had small, you know, it was um, unfortunate to find that, especially with the numbers where they're at. But man, they're yeah. getting tricky to tricky to find those. But we just wanted to bomb up real quick in the morning. Left at three o'clock and got up there and. And wow, still that much truck snow. around just a ton of snow on the on the proper side on the uh, north sides of the hills yep. south side's bare ground you know yeah. but uh so they still have some snow but for pittsburgh i mean you know it's nothing to see chest deep snow on the sides of the snowmobile trails not this year mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh so that that's going to affect us because that feeds the lakes that right. then feeds the rivers that then funnel down to us and and uh it's there's still people drying up up there I and mean, the, the north is very busy our, our our crew up there is and fortunately with our website and the technology we have now it's very easy to request a quote we've talked about it you go to our website capitalwell.com if you need anything capitalwell.com request a quote there's a little blue thing that follows every page you click on it your name your address and some and and what you're what you're looking for and um i get every one of them so i can just i just take a peek keep a pulse on everything see what's going on and who calls and it's 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 like it's two to one the north north of franconia or, or i'd say north of thornton plymouth Campton, wow. that area is blowing up. You know, still affordable land. People want to be in the country. The city, the city crew, is still still is, moving. Is up there here. such a thing as affordable land anymore? I don't know about that. Wow, but okay. Yeah, more more affordable than the south. Yeah, yeah the yeah, north yeah. is definitely caught up with uh, with the pricing structure that we've seen any everywhere else. But it'll be interesting to see. You know, with the real estate situation that we that we've experienced. You know, there's not a lot of houses on the market. Um, Inventory is incredibly low because if you sell, where are you going to go? Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing to buy. Um, so so that'll that'll play into our 
our our year. A lot of our business is, is real estate transactions with um, cleaning up water to sell a house. You know, you've got arsenic, positive arsenic hits. A lot of these houses haven't tested their water in 10, 20, 30 years. Parameters have changed. Other things have changed. We never used to test for uranium on every well or uh, arsenic even or, or radon. And uh, those things are pretty prominent in the state how, of Hampshire. How often, so. And I'm sure most people don't do this. Uh, how often should people test their well water? Bacteria is once a year. It's recommended to test because things can get in there. But again, um, I'm sure people don't do it. No. Okay. No. But but at least once a year for, for, bacteria, for bacteria, and then every three to five, you want to you want to do a complete comprehensive test just to see because oh. parameters have changed. Like last June, they changed the arsenic level, and cut it in half again, which was then it was already cut. Um, from 50 parts per billion to 10 parts per billion, and now it's five, and and uh, that's due to studies showing that arsenic really is a is a carcinogen. At, at one in 300 people at 10 parts per billion, we're getting cancer after doing a study in the on the state. So, knowing what's in your water, um, wow. parameters change. So then then you can be aware with it. It's a couple hundred bucks, and we make it really easy. I know it's a pain. We try to make it easy so that people do it. Knowledge is knowledge is power, right? You want to know what's going on with your water, so you call, you request a quote. We send somebody out. They drive to your house, collect the water sample for you. All you do is give us your money. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Give us a couple hundred bucks and we'll tell you what's in your water. Now, is, and, that, uh, is that for the bacteria t test or the complete? Th just the bacteria test, I want to say, is like 30 or 45 bucks. Okay. I can't keep up on So, on so if, you, exactly. if you have to do that once a year, you're talking 30, 30 to 50 bucks. And you don't have to do anything. You, yeah. you just request a quote. We drive out, collect yep. the sample. Yep. It's not like you got to drive to Concord within 24 hours of collecting the sample, get it to the lab. You know, we do everything. We fill out wow. the paperwork. We get it to this lab, independent lab in Concord. Within a week, typically, we get the results back. Somebody it's, in the office calls. It's not calls the Capital Well says, Lab. No, okay. <laughs> no, we're not doing okay. our own. Yeah, like, okay. uh, yeah, you know, messing messing with water. It's it's simply, uh, you know, and, and then you've got a professional that's trained to collect the water sample because there is a knack to it. There is disinfecting the faucet properly. There is running the water for a certain amount of time to make sure that you're getting water out of the well, not stuff that's residual or been sitting in a pressure tank for an extended period of time. Then we get an accurate result and then we read the results to you and say, hey, here's what's in your water and, and you're good to go. And usually like with a new well, it's good to test it maybe two consecutive years in a row to get a baseline to see if it mm -hmm. changed because water will change in that first year more so than it will after, you know, and you, you kind of get a consistency. Um, but yeah, once every five years or so, throw a test at it and make sure you're drinking, you know, or can drink your water. A lot of people don't drink their water because they don't know what's in it. And and that 200 bucks a year, whatever 250 you spend on a water test can save you that in buying bottled water if you find out that, hey, your water really is pretty darn good you know um and we're happy to inform people that their water is safe to drink and if it's not we make recommendations for free to to say here's what we can do to fix it um it's not a major burden you you can utilize our 18 month zero percent financing and you know really really affordable and it all starts at capitalwell.com yeah simple all right well we're out of here thanks no appreciate you coming in i always learn something from you and we get the pleasure to see matt do i have to, do I have yeah. to cut you a check yeah. Oh, we're paying you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You think I do this for free? <laughs> <laughs> we got news on the way back on the other side with more. It's corn ridden chicken, where I come from. A lot of front porch picking, where I come from. Trying to make a living and working hard to get to heaven, where I come from.
9.06 is the time. Uh, yes. Poison. Whatever happened to Poison? I mean, they took off. They were great. And then nothing. Mm. I enjoyed Poison. That was a good band. I remember uh, I was down in North Carolina. Uh, one of my kids went to uh, Wake Forest mm-hmm. and uh, was down visiting him. And uh, uh, there was an arena in, um, where was it, Charlotte. And the two bands playing were Rat and Poison. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, Rat Poison. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to pay money to go see Rat Poison? Should have a, uh, should like the main sponsor billing should be like some yeah, Rat Poison company. Was, but the best grits I ever had, I had uh, shrimp grits down there. Oh, my God. They were hmm. good. And grits is, if somebody up here does grits, it's like eating beach sand. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, down there, oh my God, it's yeah. a delicacy. I don't think I've ever had grits. Um, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love this. Stuff. What is it? Um, it's just uh, it's like cornmeal kind of stuff. No, okay. But but you know, it's great. <laughs> when they do it, it's good. Yeah. Uh, up here, yeah. you know, you put it on a stove, quick boil. Uh-huh. No, it, no, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, terrible stuff. Uh, Red Sox, uh, Red Sox, not so pretty good uh, yeah. yesterday. Um, Red Sox are seven and ten right now. They're in fourth place in the AL East. Okay, so we're we're three games under five hundred. Mm. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not great. Not, not great. <laughs> not great. Um, unfortunately, we've lost three in a row, which is not good. Toronto, uh, number one. Uh, they're eleven and six. Uh, the uh, damn Yankees uh, in second. Um, they've a ten and six. Tampa Bay nine and seven in third place. Red Sox seven and ten. Uh, the only good news is Baltimore's below us. Oh, there you go. Six and ten. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we will see, but we shall see. Uh, yeah. Red Sox are going to try to uh, um, ease the pain. Uh, we've lost three in a row. We're going to hopefully reverse it. We're up at uh, the Rogers Center uh, up in Toronto mm. um, uh, today. Um, I think it's a six oh seven pre start. Seven oh seven. Seven oh seven is. Uh, First pitch. Uh, first pitch, yeah. yep. Uh, 7.07 uh, tomorrow night and 3.07 on Thursday. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So uh, there we go. And then they go from Toronto to Baltimore. Um, actually, one of the uh, stadiums that I actually enjoy going to, the New Camden Yards. Yep. Have you been there? No. So it's an interesting little stadium. Is it? Uh, because you come in the street level and it's down. Huh. Um, it's it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, because I flew in. Uh, from Manchester to Bewey, mm-hmm. you can take the light rail uh, to the Inner Harbor, get off the Inner Rail, boom, and you're right there. Wow. It's like, oh, that's not bad. That's catch the game, back, 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 and catch your flight back home. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But if you haven't been to that stadium, you might want to check that out. But uh, yeah, then uh, Boston's uh, in Baltimore for a uh, three game set. Well, that should be good. Yeah. It's their last. I know. <laughs> I know. If we could, if we could steal uh, three from Toronto. Right. That takes us to 500. Then yep. we could go over 500 by the time we got back to Fenway. Yeah. So, anyway. But you can uh, catch all the action uh, tonight. Again, first pitch. 707 pregame at 607. Yep. On News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490. FM 98.9 WUVR. And I don't have the list in front of me, but thank you to all of our Red Sox sponsors. We will uh, thank you accordingly yes. in, in just a couple. Um, still a couple of showers out there right now. Yeah, it's a gloomy day. It's just... It happens. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing... It's no uh, pouring rain kind of thing. 
Um, it's just going to be occasional showers yeah. throughout the day, uh, hit or miss. And it's Tuesday, you're going to be working. So, uh, let's see, yeah. I'm looking at um, accurate hmm. weather right now. They're saying cloudy at 11, cloudy at 12, rain at 2, rain at 3, nothing at 4, rain at 5. So, yeah, yeah. you know. I think this whole week's supposed to be kind of not great. Yeah. It's just supposed to be cloudy and kind of showers on and off and cooler. Uh, yeah, but I'm, uh, let's see, today a high of 58, low of 44. Uh, high tomorrow, 54 to low of 32. That's the coldest it's going to get all week. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, 43, high, 33, low. 47 high Friday, 38 low, mm. and then back to the 60s on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, okay. So, well, time for the weekend anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, don't uh, don't sweat the small stuff. It's still spring. Take the plow off. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, and I don't even. Jeez, oh, I'm looking around at the world. Um, I, I apparently uh, now explosions rock moldova mm. okay now if you're saying where the hell's moldova okay it's near the ukraine but it's a separate entity right apparently russia suggests moldova could be its next target they're not even home free in ukraine yet. <laughs> right. yeah they haven't and, exactly conquered it no and russia reportedly fired two missiles over the ukraine nuclear plant what I'm could good. possibly go wrong perfect. with that perfect uh so i don't know but then, you know, stupidity has no boundaries. I don't know if you followed the uh, the Florida wedding where the bride uh, allegedly spiked the wedding food with pot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And like 40 people all got sick at the wedding. Sick. And um, they, uh, uh, the deputies arrived and they've got their body cam cameras on. She is grinning like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> And she's going, yeah, I put some stuff in the food. And she was arrested. Like, really? Oh, <laughs> she's beaming like a cat. Like, wow. hey, stupid, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so apparently the bride and the caterer have been charged with tampering, negligence, and marijuana delivery. <sighs> yep. Yep. Everybody at the wedding got sick. And they said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, there's the husband who has no idea what happened. Mm-hmm fresh off the just looking forward to starting a life with my bride mm -hmm. as she's lugged off in cuffs going what <laughs> I, honey i love you what what's going on she's got a smile on her face you know uh -oh. yeah well yeah at least 20 people felt high or sick uh, yeah, i, I want to know what the difference is <laughs> high or sick yeah, i don't, don't know <laughs> or combination thereof well you know um it's kind of like uh, no I, I feel fine Wait a minute! You can make money in the in the court suit. Oh, whiplash! Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably what it yeah, is. That's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, people arrive late to the party. Uh -huh. Some of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah. So I, I I hate looking at the world news. Um, yeah, it's depressing. It it just really is. Yeah. Now I don't know. I I'm not a big Twitter fan. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Elon Musk now owns Twitter. Right. Is that good or bad? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know he wants to take it private as opposed to a public company. Um, I don't know what that is going to entail in terms of usability. And I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I mean, I know, you know, people, a lot of people immediately are just off put by it because, you know, the billionaire is taking over. Yeah, I know. But 
And if you wanted cheap entertainment, and it was really cheap, um, watch Johnny Depp on the stand. <laughs> I've been watching that. Uh, yeah. <sighs> it's interesting. Okay. Why are these people not like us? Okay. <laughs> um, uh, him, uh, what, a pint of ice cream melting in his pants because he's passed out. <laughs> right. Uh, he was putting out his cigarette butts on her. She cracked him. It's mm-hmm. like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm, I'm fighting back. Fighting back what? You two are both idiots. I saw that there was a, a kind of a funny moment yesterday. They, uh, the um, Amber Heard's attorney was uh, questioning. Uh, a caretaker or like a house caretaker of Johnny Depp's and hers while they were down in Australia and uh, basically he objected to his own question <laughs> uh, he, he said objection your honor hearsay and uh, the judge said you you asked the question <laughs> and he's just like oh, oh sorry oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just <laughs> um, ridiculous it's just idiots <laughs> um, and then um, I saw a story this morning and I did not look at the story I just saw the headline apparently Kim Kardashian uh, posted a picture of herself her navel was brushed out <laughs> and people went what she photoshops her own pictures hello <laughs> wow do you think people actually roll out of bed and look that way no <laughs> do you not own a mirror uh, it's just uh, why are you stunned at these people I'm, I'm still just amazed that I don't even understand the obsession with the kardashian family i don't get it i just why they're no talent (laughs) manipulative people what's the i just don't understand the interest i I, really don't i don't get it Uh, and i am surely not jealous no Uh, so it's like yeah whatever (laughs) but why people keep we've got 100 million followers wow okay (laughs) great lemmings go off cliff (laughs) go off cliff yeah i don't get it so yeah it's it's kind of weird no matter where you look uh, you know, you got problems on the border, uh, immigration problems, inflation problems, gas problems, supply chain, economics, uh, Moldova, mm-hmm. uh, Ukraine, China, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I mean, there's no, there's no safe spot. Oh, wait a minute. There is. New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> Stay right here. Seriously. And I was driving, driving to the studio this morning, and um, I'm thinking, I was getting passed by a bunch of cars with red and white license plates. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. <laughs> And, and for the amount of money that uh, they make in Massachusetts, you'd think that their vehicles would come equipped with directional lights. You'd think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, why? Or I, the ability to, to travel in the right lane. Uh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> you try that down there, oh, they get ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I'm not in Peabody or Bill Ricca. Right. You know? No. You're in New London. You're in Canaan. Right. Hello, directionals. It's not even the directionals that bother me as much as just the fact that they just sit in the left lane all the time. Or they pass you. I can see them coming up a half a mile behind me. Yeah. And they're coming. And as soon as they get past me, then they back down to my Slow speed. Down. Hello? <laughs> I know. Are you going to? Yeah. Now I have to. Yeah. Or if you're trying to pass them on the left and then they speed yeah. up and keep pace with you and it's just like, why? <laughs> but see, now see, if I do, then I'll be the one stopped for aggressive driving. Right. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 9.18 is the time. We'll take a quick break. Back with more right after this. Every morning I get up before that rooster crows. Headed straight to somewhere I don't even want to go. Eggs and bacon in my belly and a Folgers coffee buzz. Good old radar detector. It protects me from the fire. 
Josh Thompson putting beer on the table. That's what we do. That's right. That's why we're here day in and day out. <laughs> uh, 9.23 is the time. Uh, quiet ride to work this morning, at least uh, in this part of the state. Yeah. Uh, over on the Spalding Turnpike in Dover. Serious crash involved multiple vehicles. Uh, near uh, mile marker 5.4. This is around, I don't know, 5.30, 6 o'clock this morning. Um, and apparently DOT said... Uh, Two left lanes on the southbound side were closed. Could be closed for a while. Mm. Extent of injuries, uh, not known, or how many vehicles. But, um, again, not good. Not a great way to start out Tuesday. But um, 89, everything looks pretty good. So that's the way we like it. Yeah. It's uh, always pretty quiet through here. It's pretty rare that it's I like like it. That's, yeah. it is nice. Nope. I like I like. Quiet. Although it's a very boring drive, I will say. <laughs> Yeah. I used to drive. For, I used to live in Concord and, and worked up in Lebanon, and, and I mean, there's just nothing to keep you awake. Win- oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and winter's tough. As soon as you start changing the elevation, yeah. It, oh yeah, rain no, to ice to yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Concord's like 300 feet above sea level, yeah. and New London's like 1400. So, yeah. oh no, it's it's it can get ugly very mm-hmm. quickly. Um, U.S. home prices rose in February, twenty uh, percent faster than expected that's surprising yeah i thought they were saying it was slowing down but no, no. guess not no 20 percent jeez like, ow um right now looking at dow futures uh down uh 0.60 mm. uh s p 500 down 0.54 nasdaq down 0.52 gold up um ten dollars and seventy cents silver up five, uh, five cents and crude oil up right now um a dollar twelve it's still uh, under a hundred bucks a barrel, so ninety nine dollars and sixty six cents a barrel. You know, I don't understand how. Remember back in what was it, two thousand seven was the last yeah. oil one, and that was like four twenty ish a gallon. Yeah, but that was like one hundred and twenty five dollars a barrel at that time, and now it's hovering around a hundred, and for some reason it's the same exact price. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know if it's supply. You know, I know. The Biden administration wants to call it Putin's problem. He wants to blame anybody but him. Right. But they also have released uh, some of the reserve, which I argued against, yeah. saying don't do that. Right. Um, and okay, that's really not helping us much. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather have a strategic reserve in the case of an emergency as opposed Thank to. Thank you. Yeah. This is not an emergency. This is right. It's only a political emergency mm-hmm. because his numbers are tanking, right. and they're blaming and, him. Yeah, and there's okay. midterm election. We get that. Um, but the Saudis and, and OPEC is saying, yeah, well, no, we're really not going to crank up any more oil. We'll, we're no. all set. Right. We're making money. We're happy. But yeah, but we need more. Yeah, well, hard cheese. <laughs> um, and then you've got, uh, we, we sent some of our folks down to Venezuela, uh, the guy who we were trying to throw Maduro out, <laughs> right. and say, hey, it's just kidding about that whole thing. Look, you want to sell us some oil? Uh-huh. You know, uh, come on. Give it. Give, Has give anything some... happened on that front? Did no. they just say no? Um, well, from what I understand, um, and and I do not know uh-huh. the oil biz, right. but apparently, what the Saudis sell us is clean oil. What Venezuela has is dirty oil. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's the the the, the uh, that has to have a special plant to clean Venezuelan oil. I see. As opposed to the stuff that comes out of the Mideast, which is... Just good to go. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I guess so. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. Do not know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're still jumping ugly with that. Uh, I don't know what's going on. 
but um it just man I mean, if the u.s you know just started ramping up production again well i mean i know that it's, you know like a months or years long process to get to that point or well, whatever yeah. And I know that, you know, some people, the, the the hardcore people are saying, see, this is the perfect time. We need to make the leap now. Rip off the Band-Aid and go clean. Well, yeah, okay, but we don't have the technology ramped up. Or the resources. I mean, we, you can't we, just... We, we got it. <laughs> yeah, you can't just make 300 million homes worth of uh, solar panels overnight. Nope. You know? Nope. Um, so, I... Yeah, it's... I, I well, I, sometimes people do stupid things. When we were still in Afghanistan, um, we were trying to get, I don't know, they were trying to help the Afghans. Uh, they sunk gajillion, America sent millions and millions of dollars over hmm. uh, to convert cars to propane. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Go figure, right? <laughs> okay. And you were seeing pictures of these propane stations in the desert, empty. Yeah. Because they had the technology there. But the average Afghani had to spend like $500 to convert their engine from gas to propane. No. They didn't have the $500. Right. Yeah. So we have the technology and this beautiful gas station in the middle of the desert. It's beautiful and cold beer and, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, Velvet Elvises, you know, all that stuff. Um, but they're going, okay, yeah, thanks. Right. We gave you $300 million to do this. And the Afghanis are going, what idiots. Yeah. Like, who, who thought this out? I mean, it, it's weird for the government to spend on something that didn't pan out. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> I know. Wow. Um, and and I've uh, t- said this to Jeannie um, uh, a couple weeks ago. Best bumper sticker I ever saw was in New Mexico. And a guy in a beat-up old Ford pickup. And the pickup was like 1957. Mm-hmm. And there was a bumper sticker on the back, one sticker. It said, of course you can trust the government. Just ask an Indian. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that pretty much says it all. Uh-huh. Yeah, sad but true. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. It's very, very weird. Nine twenty nine is the time. Um, um, I see there was a uh, um, this past Saturday mm-hmm. hiker, uh, injured hiker taken off a trail up in Shelburne. Fifty uh, six year old Plymouth, New Hampshire resident, <laughs> um, took a step to avoid ice on, uh-huh. on a rocky ledge. Um, during this maneuver, she heard an audible snap and felt immediate pain in her lower left leg. Well. Yep. Um, and apparently, uh, yeah, she broke her leg, uh, snapped it. She was carried by five COs and six volunteers for over a mile. Ugh. And then loaded onto an ATV and transported. I do not envy people that have to do oh, that. Oh, man. She, and she was an experienced hiker, was prepared for spring hiking yeah. conditions, okay. and had a hike safe cart. Oh, there you go. So, um I was wow. actually going to ask if she had a hike safe card. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, so at least she was. I mean, she's yeah, better. But you now things happen still. I know. So, but you know, you see them on TV, hoofing yeah. in. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. oh man, carrying her out. Um, ouch. Um, don't know what her um, treatment is, but yeah. but hearing the audible snap, I, I I just read audible snap and I was cringing. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, well, yep. 9.30 is the time. Going to take a break, warm up the coffee, back on the other side with more. While the sun is bright Or in the darkest night No one knows She comes and goes
exactly a Ruby Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. One out of two. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he's got to be a tough guy to um, couple up with. Apparently, Shailene Woodley and him Mm -hmm. have broken up for a second time. Wow. Yeah, the actress is done after trying to rekindle their romance. Um, They were engaged, called it off, hooked up again, and yep, no, we're done. Um, And uh, Danica Patrick, and it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, this guy's loser. Danica, is she still? uh, Does she still raise? No, 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 no. And and you know, Danica, um, I I I don't know. I mean, she uh, she was good in Formula One. Yeah, and you know, then coming to NASCAR, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, she her boyfriend was running NASCAR at the time. Oh, okay, okay, so uh, I got that. Yeah, she was never really that competitive. Well, I mean, it's it's a pretty drastic difference in racing style. Yeah, it's kind of like going from like rally racing to NASCAR. I mean. Yeah, it's making a lot of sense. And you know, and unfortunately, because when I say that, you got some people. Oh, you're just saying that because she's a girl. No, I'm not saying that. I, I no, I'm not saying that. Right. Um, but she just never seemed to really, you know, get there. And you wanted her to be more than just a token. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't more than just a token. It's like, come on, you know, I, I would love to see you top ten, top five, top yeah. two. Come yeah. on, rock it. Right. Then it's like, hey boys, I'm here. Right. Well, okay, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're not going to be treated as some marketing ploy. Yeah. But she just never rose to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just saw that again. Aaron Rodgers, it's like, man, you, you have bad luck with women. Uh, you ever been down to uh, Loudoun for the races? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the best time, um, it was one year, I knew the guy um, who was driving the pace car. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, hey, do you want to ride with me in the pace car? I went, okay. Convertible. And um, I was working for a radio outlet. Yeah. Got on my phone. called. I said, quick, going on the air live. We're in a spot break. Do you want to be fired? (laughs) Put me on live. But I could get an term. You're going to be out of a job unless you put me on live now. I said, okay, boom, put me on live. Yep. And there I am. And I got 43 cars right there. Wow. Right on the tail. I'm going, oh, baby. There's Jeff. There's Ernie. There's Earnhardt. Boom, boom, boom. There they all are. Rusty Wallace got the guys. That's pretty cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, we got to pull off? No, I'm, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. This, this is. <laughs> um, and I was talking to Ricky Craven uh, yep. at one of the races, yep. um, being a main boy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Ricky and I were in, in the infield media center. And uh, then all of a sudden I look and I, I, I look over and I see Rusty Wallace. And I see, oh, okay. Um, I see a couple of other people while Ricky and I are talking. Then all of a sudden I realize everybody is out of the room. Nobody's in there but drivers and me. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. Right. Uh, and it was the uh, pre, pre-race um hit list uh from the track okay mm. this is the speed limits these are the posted things today blah yep. blah blah and all the drivers and it's like okay and then uh, a guy came in they did a uh, group prayer i'm like okay i'm just gonna put my head down 
sat through that going, I hope I don't get caught and thrown out. You know? <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I spent a lot of time down there. Yeah. And, uh, I had a great time with the drivers. Um, yeah. Uh, great crews. Um, I, I think the, the, the most, I, I went to a couple of races there. And I think the thing that was the craziest to me was when you're actually right down, right at the track yeah. of how incredibly fast it actually is. Yeah. You don't really see it from TV, obviously, no, but it's no. it's insane. I remember when they brought Formula One IndyCars in mm-hmm. because I, I met Mario Andretti no, okay. there yep. and Michael yep. uh, were there. And uh, there was a Boston Globe uh, reporter was set up on turn, um, it was turn, turn three. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going, okay, I'm going to get a picture as they come around. And here comes the car. And whoa. <laughs> it's like, uh, wow, that's quicker than I thought. <laughs> right, uh, quicker than than uh, you know, as NASCAR guys. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to take some getting used to. Right. Oh, those guys were smoking it. Yeah, it was like two hundred miles an hour on that oh, track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. It's incredible. But now that were good times, uh, and and the crews, um, you got to know a bunch of them, and there were some places that they would hang out mm-hmm. in in the Concord area. Yep, um, and so you got to know them. And, he, and I remember one one crew, um, uh, he was the crew chief. Uh, we got to know each other pretty well. And uh, um, it was at this one restaurant, and he just fell over this waitress. He was just in love. Oh, man. And he kept asking her out. And she'd say, no. <laughs> He'd come back the next night, and she'd say, no. Came back the next night. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Then he's gone, comes back three months later. Yeah. And uh, no, no. <laughs> and then I was with him the following summer. We walked into the restaurant, mm-hmm. and he had he hadn't even sat at the table yet. She looked at him, and went no. <laughs> I was like, damn girl, that was a year ago. But <laughs> 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 it's just those stupid little memories. All right, uh, shooting pool with Davy Allison before mm-hmm. Davy was killed. Yeah. Uh, just great guys. Yeah. You know, um, really, it was. It's been good for New Hampshire. Oh yeah, put us on the map in a huge way. I used, uh, when I was living in Concord, I remember what a nightmare traffic was, though. Oh yeah, oof. Yeah, I know. When yeah. they shut down ninety three, they have three lanes going one way. Yep, that's when I started taking a helicopter. Yeah, I just that's the easiest way. Yeah, it's it was a nightmare. Yep. Although I oh, I, was, I will say the one cool thing that happened was when the uh, one of those four jets is it the Blue Angels? Yeah. Yeah, when they fly over like right at the anthem. Yep. Yeah, they flew right over my where I was living in Concord. So okay, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, it's been good uh, tourism-wise. Yeah, uh, revenue-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. And see, I growing up in Maine, I grew up on Oxford Plains Speedway. Yeah. And Bob Bear uh, owned Oxford Plains, and Bob started New Hampshire Motor Speedway, Mm -hmm. or New Hampshire International Speedway, and then eventually sold out. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, that's the guy. We used to watch figure eights and sportsmen, you know, in high school. Right. We'd go over there and watch the roundy rounds. Yeah. Um, do they still do um I, oh, I thought i no okay um oh what was i gonna say no lost it they were doing stock car uh at, yeah at oxford plains yeah do they still do two races a year for nascar there or is it just down to one still i was i know they went from two to one yeah texas uh took one of our yeah one of our that's too races. bad yeah it was it was nice when they had two i actually liked the uh, september race Better than the because hotter than the hinges of hell. Oh yeah, in the summer race. Right. Um, yeah, it was nice. I remember. Oh god, there was one year, uh, uh, lightning storm mm-hmm. came rocking through. Yeah, I'm in the infield 
looking up at people sitting in the metal bleachers. Going, you know, <laughs> you might want to leave. Wow. Uh, and they're just sitting there. I paid for this seat. Well, good. <laughs> Have fun. It's going to be at your wake. I hope you enjoy <laughs> right. it. 942. We'll take a break. Back with more right after this. It always bothered me how everyone says they were from Boston, like Boston oriented or originated. It's like, like why is it like such a shame to be from a small town? Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Um, yeah. Um, and I have uh, friends that knew um, Tyler and mm-hmm. Joe yep. when they were just getting started yeah. in Sunapee. Right. They were playing at the barn. Uh, yeah, um, I think my mom, my mom, uh, when she went to Stevens High School over in Claremont, was saying they played a couple shows there, like when they were brand new. Well, you know? and and uh, this uh, one of my friends was a drummer, very mm-hmm. very good drummer, um, and he said um, Tyler would come in with Perry, and they were checking out. Um, you know, they would do their gig, and then. Uh, sit out and have a drink and then watch who came after them <laughs> see what they did yeah i like that they didn't yeah. like that maybe we should you know blah 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 mm-hmm. he said tyler was always eyeing up what what should we do That's smart he said perry was always i am a guitar god <laughs> he said that's that was his thing yeah and he was just strut around going that's right that's right he said tyler was always the one going yeah yeah fine whatever um, <laughs> okay, see the two-step? Boom, boom. What right. doing? I kind of like that. Good. So you got a little, ah. Oh. He said, that always impressed me. Yeah. Uh, before they hit it big, mm-hmm. that it was Tyler doing the doing the legwork going, hey, wait a minute. Maybe we should do that. Right. Know, hey, hey, Joey, what about you know Kramer? Whitford, get over here. Take a look at this. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently Joe was, you know, the, the, tre- the leather trench coat. That's right. Yeah. You know, hey, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it worked. It, you know? I was gonna say, yeah, they were they were slightly successful. So yeah, they yeah. they done okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know, he has um, say what you want about Tyler. Um, uh, he has tried his hand at country, mm-hmm. uh, which I find interesting. Um, but he was at the uh, CMAs a couple of years ago, and he did uh, did a set with Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yeah. Tyler and Carrie Underwood doing Walk This Way in front of hardcore country people. Was it a uh, was like a country rendition of it or no. just the regular song? It was just Carrie yeah. Underwood and Stephen Tyler doing Walk This Way. Interesting. Yeah. And but you've got the, the country folk. They're sitting in there, yeah. you know, doing Well, the, everyone the knows it regardless. Well, yeah, you I know, know I, mean, I know. Yeah. But I, I, he tried that. And then he was at the Coliseum in Rome. Mm-hmm. And he's going, ah, oh, the Tallarico family, we're from blah, 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 you know. Yep. And uh, it was like he was playing the piano, um, and there were like three guys on cellos. <laughs> and that was it, doing Dream On. Wow. And you've got the Coliseum, you know, and there's Tyler, and belting out 
Uh, pretty much acapella. That's amazing. Dream on. And the, the, the cellos are getting <laughs> dramatic. So, I mean, he will try all kinds of stuff. This like, is give, amazing. Give the guy credit. Just some guy from Sunapee playing at the Coliseum. Yeah. I, I give the guy credit. Yeah. Say what you want about him. Um, but um, I mean, who's not weird? You know? I know. <laughs> we've, all, we've all got our stuff. Yeah. But uh, just funny to... Uh, funny to to see him yeah it's like wow right unbelievable uh but you know there there are all kinds of weird uh, i saw a story this morning and and i just i just said really north dakota state senator resigning after texting with a child porn suspect what part of this did you think was okay (laughs) this sounds like a good idea yeah um he exchanged text messages with a suspect in a child pornography case. Okay. Um, the Republican state senator announced the decision less than two weeks ago, saying, yeah, I'm going to be stepping down. Um, <laughs> what was the purpose of... Well, now, here's the thing. Apparently, um, he exchanged 72 text messages with a guy who's currently behind bars as he faces char- charges for alleged sex abuse and child pornography. Um he said, recent news stories have become a distraction for the important work of the Legislative Assembly. I want to do what I can to lessen distractions. Consequently, uh, I shall resign my seat. Uh, okay. Hmm. Apparently, um, a report said that he paid to use a text messaging service from jail, the guy, yeah. when he contacted Holmberg. Holmberg acknowledged the messages saying uh, they were regarding a variety of things, like the patio work that the guy had done for me. Okay. <laughs> really? Seriously, I mean, regardless of the charges, I mean, does it make sense? That's to be what I, that's my point. <laughs> texting a guy that's in prison, yeah, uh, especially up on child right. pornography. Yeah. Yeah, right, it's not bank robbery, assault. I mean, it's really it's like the worst of the worst. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. You know, um, and it, well, I was planning on stepping down anyway. Well, you want to blaze the glory? Made, made that easy. Yeah, what part of this? He's in jail. And what, you would feel compelled to say, you know, I'm really not happy with the patio work you did. This might not be the time for me to point it out to you. <laughs> right. But really, yeah. what happened to common sense? Yeah. Well, that, that's long since abandoned the country, I think. I, I swear to God it is. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, the people that I think you and I hang out with, mm-hmm. they're like, there's no way in hell I would do that. We get it. <laughs> people have any level of integrity or sense, yes. yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, don't do not understand um, yeah it's i mean i understand like if you make a mistake you know i mean if the person wasn't in prison yet and you didn't know about charges you know i mean at least you could potentially fight that but the guy from jail called the step text <laughs> right okay right. so he's looking for you have that point option of going no right i'm not answering right. oh yeah yeah. Not getting into 72 text messages with a guy. Oh, we have a, a bunch of things. Patio. Okay, there's one. Yeah. What well, were the other 71 about? Say, yeah, right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's just, but, you know, um, yeah. Pat Boone, Mr. Clean, says moral values are missing from today's Hollywood films. He said America's image is being destroyed. Yep. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you talk about John Wayne films, mm-hmm. oh, he was racist. Yeah, it's like hey, here we go. You know, yeah. you know, it's just any anything. Uh, well, uh, um, uh, what was his name? Um, who did the uh, did the Oscars a couple of years ago? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky. Yeah. Uh, best thing he said mm-hmm. was, "Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right." 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was probably the best. Yeah. Oscars host ever. Oh, he, he was fabulous because <laughs> he was just so just shut up painfully honest really if, yeah. if al-qaeda was filming a movie you'd have your agent call <laughs> so don't don't be yelling at me right um he call, call it what it was yep but yeah and i i walked away from that going just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right thank you yeah but people as soon as somebody is offended automatically you are wrong i am right period <clears throat> i saw an article this morning talking about uh they uh there's an increasing group of people that want to get chris Pratt out of playing uh, the uh, character in Guardians of the Galaxy in the upcoming movie. Oh, yeah. You see that? No. Yeah, because apparently people misconstrued a tweet he sent saying that he was happy to have a healthy baby with his current wife. And apparently people are saying, well, that's insinuating that his previous baby with his previous wife wasn't healthy and we think he should not be able to make movies anymore. What? (laughs) It's just like... Well, the stuff that gets me is Liam Neeson. Okay. Yeah. How many guys did he kill in Taken, <laughs> Taken 2, mm-hmm. Taken 3? Right. Uh, and he's talking about gun violence in America. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm yeah. sorry. And this is paying for your your little villa in Switzerland? Yeah. Uh, your jets to America? Well, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio talking about global warming yeah. and you know flying on jets that are taking up thousands of gallons of oil. I know. I mean, it's all just painful hypocrisy. Well, and you've got uh, members of the squad mm-hmm. um, uh, defund the police, but yeah, they're paying a quarter of a million dollars in personal security. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I, okay. Well, so we want you're to be important. <laughs> so you have to have security, but right. we're not. Right. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It's just you know. Yeah. It's like that. Remember that uh, what was it, a couple of years ago that. Uh, that portion of Seattle that tried to break away. I forget the name of the town that they called it, but yeah. And just what a nightmare that was. Yeah. You know, like the people that said, oh, you know, we can live in harmony without police. And No, you can't. You know, what you have? You had rapes and you had beatings and, <laughs> yep. well, surprise, surprise, you need the police. No, no. Shocker. Um, people don't govern themselves very well. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't get people. I, I really don't. No. You know, I'm sorry. They, you know, the, the days of living in a hippie commune. It's over, okay. Uh, peace, love, Woodstock. Uh-huh. You know, no, no, it's not. No, um, because as soon as you put one person in charge, then all of a sudden you realized that wow, I can be, in, I can tell you people what to do, and mm-hmm. all bets are off. Yeah. So I, I don't know. No, it's a. It's this, a... this is why we keep seeing poll after poll after poll saying. Um, Americans are just, we want our culture back. Mm-hmm. We want pride in our country back. Um, well, that's what it frustrates me. I mean, you even mention any sense of patriotism these days. To, you're racist. You're, well, yeah, I mean, there's something you're, you're a horrible person. Yeah. You know, it's just, oh, you're just brainwashed by the establishment. It's like, what's wrong with being proud of where you live? You know, I mean, it's, you can't even do that anymore without being ridiculed or canceled or chastised or berated or any combination thereof. It's just ridiculous. I'm sorry, are we playing the national anthem here uh, at 7 o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. You know? I, I know. You know, I, I got no problems. Um, no. I, I, just, I don't get it. Um, yeah, if, if uh, this is such a little crap fest, why are people flooding the borders to come here? To come here. Yeah, yeah to get right. the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there is no American dream. Uh, 
here we go. Uh-huh. Okay, fine, right. fine, 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 fine. Uh, yeah, the American dream is there. It's just you just don't want to take advantage of it. Yep. You just want to complain. Yep. Oh, no. Victim. Victim. That's right. Victim. Yes. Sorry. Everybody's a victim. <laughs> yep. I could have been somebody, but you kept me from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry. The uh, poor choices that you constantly made throughout your life had no factoring into that. Right. Give me a break. I always, I always get frustrated with the people that complain about people that are successful, like financially. It's like, well... I mean, I get that not everyone has, you know, the connections to be a millionaire or sure. a billionaire. Sure. But the only one stopping you from bettering your life is you. There you go. You know? No, i got no problem um, with that. Um, yeah, you I know, just... I figure 50% of the, the country is better off than I am, and I'm better off than the other 50%. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and yeah. I, I've said it at various points in my life i've managed to screw up every part of my life that you can mm-hmm. made mistakes <laughs> like same okay now i know what my mother when she said you don't want to do that You're right okay i get it now yeah okay so you undo that damage and then you move on mm-hmm. okay, bah, 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 bah. and you get to a point in your life where you just say huh you know if this is as good as it gets i'm okay yeah that's kind of where i'm at in life it's like you know i'm pretty content yeah you know like i mean i don't i don't need millions or whatever like i you know i make enough to get by and pay my bills and that's really all i care about and a tank of gas a hot coffee pack of butts woo good to go baby yeah, that's about it i know <laughs> you know it's the it's baby steps that's all that's right well look uh thanks for playing along today uh back tomorrow uh yep. you, you gonna come in yeah i guess yeah, okay yeah. Uh, goldilocks she's still working on her tan for another day or two so. right. uh have a great day off and on rain showers don't forget red Sox tonight first pitch 710 right here on news talk 99.7 wntk am 1490 fm 98.9 wuvr